We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Welcome everyone to the stream. How we doing? Welcome everyone to the podcast, <laughs> the Biz episode five. Wait, okay. so you, it says you're muted. Yeah, I'm, you're muted. Bro. I'm not. Wait, no, I'm not. Wait. Wait, does he still not realize? Hello. Yellow. Hello. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. The production, the production team backstage has a little mishap. Yeah, production yeah, team messing up a little bit there. Way to go, the guys in the team. back, dude. You know. So, um, you know, how's everyone doing? Let's repeat. So. You know, welcome everyone to the podcast. You know, I'm here with uh, the one and only, the Chad Goff and the Rizzo Stew. It's good to see you what guys. What do you do? So we are here, everyone, with the Biz Episode 5. Um, you know, everyone listening on Apple, on Spotify and everything, you know, good to see you guys. How are you guys doing? You know, everyone on the YouTubes the day after, good to see you guys. How are you doing? Uh, so today we got some interesting topics, some more drama-related topics, which is kind of fun to talk about. I think we'll have a good time with these today. Uh, <laughs> and the first one on the biz is North American versus European Rocket League, NA versus EU. There's been some drama going around lately in the scene. If you have been following up on Twitter and such, you would have seen it by now. If not, we'll give you guys a little lowdown. Um, you know, Rizzo, you want to go ahead and go through the tweets for everyone? Just, uh, uh start it yeah, off? Yeah, I can give the quick rundown real quick. Yeah, we yeah, got, yeah. uh, 
We got Reynolds, Reynolds, what? We got Reynolds, who is an NA player for SSG, for anybody who does not know. Um, he tweeted out, watching E-Rock League and still seeing people call BDS the best team in the world with some laughing emojis just for, you know, Laugh, just for some extra kicks. Yeah, he's crying laughing in this. And, and then wait, he tweets, just to give you even more background info, Reynolds has been known as like a kind of toxic play, not like toxic toxic, but you know, he'll banter. He's not really afraid to banter. Yeah, he, he, tr- he, he trash talks quite yeah. a bit. He stopped for a bit, but I guess he's back at it. Yeah, he's but, back at it. Yeah, he's back. Turbo also said he, he stopped, but that's Cap. Yeah, that's Cap. Then there's a tweet at Johnny Boy. Say, like Within the same thread, he says, Johnny Boy, I beg you to run a best of seven with alternating servers. So he wants to play against BDS. SSG versus BDS with like one match being on NA, then EU, then NA, EU, just like that. One team's going to get the advantage no matter what doing that because it's obviously it's like best of seven or whatever. It's an odd number. Yeah. But regardless, he wants to do that. And then... um. I think they he should said, keep running it until one of them loses on the other person's server. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way. Yeah. He said, all in all, my words won't be 100% trusted until lands come back, and it has been better than EU by quite a margin for the last year or so. BDS, a vitality that is grinding and a peaking TB. TB is top blokes slash giants would be able to compete with the average NA top four. So he's basically saying BDS is the only relevant team right now in eu like if there was a world's event the bds is the only team unless the other teams are really grinding really peaking on the day or whatever bds is the only team that can compete with the top four and honestly that is um i think everyone knows that as a very controversial statement uh, i think we should each kind of go through and give our own uh i know chad doesn't follow eu too much even i don't yeah. even follow eu too much. i'm not gonna lie i don't really follow eu that much i don't follow eu either I'm like, yeah, i just so, fall asleep every time i try to watch them. yeah so i think we <laughs> i think rizzo kind of I mean, just gave his opinion i think we each kind of go through now and just kind of talk about it and uh you know talk about what red what the what this means for reddles going forward as a, as representing north america I mean, well, I'm definitely the least informed about what's going on in, like, the Rocket League pro scene, especially when it comes to other regions. But, like, the people are coming here because they want the juice. So, why, like, do you guys agree with them? Like, what do you guys think, bro? Okay. You gotta, you gotta That's why we have Chad on board. Want, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right, the so, juice. So, so you first, you first. Let me go first, bro. Look, so. Of course. One, I respect my brother Reddles. You understand me? I respect Reddles. Um, you know, he's pretty stupid, but... You know, being stupid <laughs> leads to great things, okay? But it is good to be stupid. Um, but I'm just going to say it right away, like, you know, it's facts, you know? <laughs> EU, oh. EU, EU's pure resident sleeper. Like, I'm sorry. I don't really care who you are from EU. You know, you can be the, you know, uh, Moon Moon or Monkey Moon, whatever his name is. You can be him moon, all you moon. want. <laughs> And but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. You come over to NA, you have stacked teams. The top four of NA would absolutely boom EU, and that's just nothing but fast. You could you you could have one one or two teams from EU maybe contesting NA teams like like BDS and Vitality. Aside from those guys, there's no shot. Like I can't see anyone in a best of seven taking it over over Energy G two NV or SG. Not no cap. Now you say you you just say that, but you also said you don't even watch EU. So do you mm. actually? Do you actually? I watch. Know? I watch like the finals of like of like EU tourneys, but like it it really is Resident Sleeper. Like it's so boring. Even the finals. 
Because, like, I tried to watch, like, the first regional, I think, like, three, four months ago. And the only reason I didn't watch it is because I don't have, like, anybody to root for. So I think it's really boring to just watch it and having, like, no take on, like, who wins or whatever. Like, I don't yeah. care who wins. That's the reason I don't watch it. I don't think the gameplay, per se, is even more boring than NA, even though a lot of people do say that. Like, I've had people come to my chat and just be like, EU is so boring to watch. Like, NA, like, people will say, like, I'm from EU and I like watching NA more. And stuff like that. No, I mean, uh, why do you why do you guys think that is though because i feel like back when i was around like eu was the dominant force when it came to like top teams there was always yeah, like one were. maybe two na teams that would I, I feel like like a lot of the top fours even of the rlcs would be one na team and then the rest was eu and that would be like the the dream like sleeper na team no one like really necessarily thought you know what i mean excluding like um i, I buy power winning the first one and, or their cosmic aftershock then right yeah yeah so like why do you what do you think happened why do you think like you isn't on top anymore i mean there's been a I, big shift recently like i feel like you know yeah, i don't I, 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 can, I can add to this i have something yeah to go say ahead go ahead before i forget the uh there's a bunch of people in eu who say like they just don't scrim they don't practice they don't do anything and they don't even mm -hmm. some of them play ranked a lot usually the people who are streaming but a lot of them don't even play the game. And like Alpha, uh, this is what Rettles, of course, of course Rettles said it. I'm pretty sure there's another tweet that I don't have right now, but he said something along the lines of like, Alpha is like the best player in EU, but he has 10 hours because he just grinds FIFA for, yeah. <laughs> for a month straight. Like apparently he's just been playing FIFA nonstop. But yeah, they, those guys just, they don't practice. They don't put in effort or whatever. Like, I don't know. Obviously, I'm sure some of them do, but for the most part, I guess a lot of them don't. I mean, uh, I remember during uh, during Worlds, like we were trying to scrim. I think Vitality, and like they literally did one hour scrims a day for Worlds. So, um, <laughs> I mean, like if you're wait, if which you're, one was this? This was the most recent one. We won with Turbo. Uh, yeah, they, they literally were doing one hour a day. Like, and that that was like their limit. Like they couldn't go past it. So EU, I think EU kind of just, just fell play ranked or what? Yeah, they 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 think ranked in EU is like the end all be all to improve. Rather than scrims, and I'm just like, oh. that's yeah. mind blowing. Uh, it's kind of weird. You, I swear, you two, you will take ranked way more seriously than NA, right? But they also are so bad with scrims. Like I, I swear to God, no EU team scrim as much as NA teams. And 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 if you if you just go look at the hours for all the players, it shows it clearly shows. You look at all the top NA players, like they're still around like eighty to eighty plus hours, like consistently. And and then yeah. EU, they're like barely peaking at like fifty max and and it, over the time that that adds up that's like 30 40 hours every two weeks that's gonna add up over the years you're gonna get you're gonna get passed up yeah Jeez, yeah I, I that that's hilarious to me that they don't even scrim during like world just it, one, it was straight just at one hour straight at one Dude, hour it, if we were at that worlds we would probably have like four hours locked in like guaranteed throughout the day like i depending on how much practice time there's because it's always weird there's never like a Oh, you have the entire day to scrim? It's never like that. Yeah. Why do you guys think they're like that? Do you think it's like an ego thing? Or do you think they just don't take it seriously? Or what, I don't like, even know. How, why do you think they wouldn't scrim? Because, I mean, we're talking about some of the best players in the world on some of the biggest organizations esports like has. Which means they're getting decent salary. This is their full-time thing. Potentially their future. Like, Do you think they're just not taking it seriously? Do you think it's like an ego thing? I mean, I've literally heard like 
I think Alpha literally thinks that you use Garbo, so he doesn't play. That's literally what what I heard. Like he he doesn't even need to practice because there's like no point, right? There's no events, and they still just win online, unless it's like BDS, and they're just like whatever. Like we they're just like dealing with it. You know, we can't beat BDS, but we're just no lands anyway, so it's not important. That's literally the mentality I think, because there's no lands, they just don't care. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for now it's probably a mentality thing. Like if they're they're just constantly getting second place, they're just like whatever. It's it's like just BDS. Like when it when it comes down to it, they'll they're thinking like, oh, they'll probably just grind when like it actually matters or whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, I I think that's why. Like, I think most people, I, I don't know, like I don't know. You said you fall asleep when you watch EU, but like you really, if you actually watch their gameplay, I know it's not just like someone to root for. That's one thing, but. I swear to God, you watch their gameplay, they're actually just genuinely slower. Like, in NA, I feel like everyone's a lot more efficient. Like, they'll always do the best play to play possession and to, like, stall time and to, like, make sure it's just, it's just like, not a losing play. In EU, yeah. they'll literally just... They're so slow that it doesn't matter. They'll just score off of nothing. Like, that's really what it feels like. No one is, like, good in EU, except for, like, BDS. Yeah, I heard, like, um, a lot of them don't even cut off, like cut off like midfield or like passes or anything like that they just kind of like let it happen and they all just sit at net and so they get like these they just stack up like saves and stuff like that like again i don't know because i don't really watch it but it's so different in na to even like hear that because they're you're always prevented from even getting the shot in the first place at least in yeah NA. yeah 100 percent. that's um, interesting you almost have like two completely like they're playing two different games over there across the pond basically man, it's just across been so long i guess <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been what? It's been a year since the LAN event, right? Uh, it has been a year. Uh, right? Well, I don't think has it been a full year. I don't know if it's been a full year, but it's been pretty long. Because I mean, we've been in lockdown, COVID, whatever, for eleven months now. Like that started in like January. Actually, February, no, right? you're right. You're right. I think you're right. So it had to have been like last year, 2019. I think it was around my birthday too. So I think you're right. Um, I think we're going pretty hard on the you guys, and I I feel like maybe at some point. With the podcast, we could bring on uh, one of the more dominant EU players and, and maybe get more of an inside look as to, like, you know, what he thinks is going on over there. True. That's a good idea. We should you know what I mean? Over. So look forward to that. We'll probably pick somebody up, get maybe, him on the podcast hey, maybe in the we next could couple get weeks. Johnny. Yeah. yeah, Johnny would be a person to talk about. Because I genuinely just, like, I have no faith in EU even coming close to any of the top four NA teams. Like, honestly. So I, I want to know what Johnny thinks because he watches it more than us. Wait, so. you said nobody in EU? No, like I, I said, like I mean, just like BDS, like the top of EU versus the top four of NA. I feel like they'd probably be equal or oh, worse. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean that's basically what Reddles is saying. He's just saying like BDS is the only team, and everybody else is like Garbo, except Vitality is kind of like there. Yeah, and even Vitality, it's like I I don't think they'll even be good unless you take it seriously, and right now they aren't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, I don't think anybody actually thinks Vitality is bad. They're probably just slacking. Yeah, that's what I think for sure. I think most people kind of have respect for K-Dop and Fairy, and they know Alpha can be good, but it's just like they're not even putting in the time. He needs to hop off FIFA for a bit. Yeah, just for a little bit. Um, it's still soccer, dude. It's still football, you know? Yeah, he's still getting his warm-ups <laughs> in. <laughs>
Now that football is back in full swing, you might not be the game this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all your great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And 2020 has reshaped how we work. Businesses across the globe are trying to be more efficient than ever, so when every hire is critical, Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other site, helping you find quality candidates quickly. Indeed also gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring, and you only pay for what you need. You can pause your account anytime, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. You can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visit Indeed each month, which is why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash blue wire this is their best offer available anywhere go right now to indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through december 31st terms and conditions apply and now let's get back to the podcast just to just to go on it a little bit more so uh, after all the you know eu drama with rettles uh johnny boy uh was called out by rettles to host a bds versus ssg little little uh show match you know as per se to on on each server um, you know they rotate servers, and uh, uh, I'm 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 excited to see Johnny host that. I don't know when he'll do it. He said soon on the tweet, um, and you know I guess uh, I guess we'll see. But that's gonna be spicy because I want to. I, I think SSG is gonna blow them out of the water. To be honest, you think so? Because they're so aids to play. Like who who, Man, who they're really aids. who in EU plays like SSG? Honestly, like I, I, I don't think anybody does. No one. That's what I'm saying. Like they're so aids to play. Like SSG has such a specific play style that EU literally does not deal with. And I think like I think a BDS actually will not be able to deal with it because it's just so annoying to play against. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're gonna like. Well, like I, I feel like they'll just adapt or whatever. Like I, I don't think they'll be taken by surprise. I think it'll be a close series. Like regardless, like, I don't think FSG is gonna smash or BDS is gonna smash or whatever. I, I think it's four gonna one. be funny. I say four you say, one. You say four one. Yeah, All it's right. Four one. I know Chad agrees. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. My, my like, input Chad's here, like, yeah. you know, comes from a lot of information that I totally have. Yeah. Listen, any any greater than EU, that's the main thing that we need to get out here. (laughs) Okay, I'll Um, stand by the NA stews to let Dad die. Oh yeah, one one other thing that was pretty funny is I saw people. I didn't actually put this in our like notes or anything, but I saw people saying that like it doesn't even matter if BDS beats SSG because then they have to beat NRG and then G two and then NV like because we're all the top four and people are saying like oh they wouldn't compete with the top four they're like yeah. no but because since the top four transfers every week they have to play against each one it's like dude that doesn't even make any sense are you gonna force these guys to try to play against every team just to prove themselves for nothing absolutely nothing. nothing yeah it's all different. because Rettles decided to tweet some stupid shit yeah. I mean, uh, I'll let SSG represent us. If they lose, whatever. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I, I don't care I really either. don't. I think, I think the only thing that... At the end of the day, a land will happen, and then we'll slap them around on land, and then that'll be a different scenario. 
Like, <laughs> hey, I, and I'll go to land and I'll have a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I will. I'll show up, dude. I'll be time. there. You know, I'll make an appearance. There's a difference between me and Sis. Sis always trash talks. I don't trash talk. You just spit the facts. Exactly. Rizzo trash <laughs> talks, but like he doesn't want you guys to know. Like behind the scenes, he's a mad trash talker. It's like crazy. Okay. All right. Anyway, whatever. Going into the next. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, is, yeah. there is there is one. I was saying the next topic, but it's more so like just adding on to this. Sunless ended up tweeting. He quoted Ruddles about this whole thing. He's calling out BDS, and he said, "Imagine if more pros actually use Twitter to say what's on their mind. This is so entertaining." So I. Personally, I follow a lot of Rocket League people. Most of my feed is Rocket League people. I follow like bubble players, people have been in the scene forever, old players that don't even play anymore, all that, like everything. My Twitter feed is so boring. It's news fest. That like last night I was sitting there refreshing my Twitter feed nonstop to read some of the stuff that Reynolds is saying. Personally, I feel like I'm part of part of the blame. Because <laughs> I don't I don't I don't tweet anything cool i don't tweet anything funny or whatever i don't even tweet most of the time dude so I you just like tweet like you tweet like oh did you guys know your toes have nails like that's what you'll tweet that's your no tweet. i don't i don't i don't tweet anything yes like, but you tweet some dumb shit <laughs> team shower <laughs> team, team shower <laughs> showers are back in the g2 house <laughs> dude that was that was that was sus okay group hug in the shower <laughs> i gotta get avery avery <laughs> avery's in chat avery this i don't know if you saw us the tl this morning all i know is this guy this guy rizzo is tweeting some sus stuff about showering with your teammates you know both his teammates reply saying i don't know what this guy's talking about <laughs> Rizzo's being weird. I, I don't know. It's how, how is he, wait, how is he build synergy if you don't team shower? I'm just saying, you're being a little weird. I don't know. You're being a little weird. All right, whatever. Anyway, besides that, what Sanlo said, if more pros speak their mind, like, do you think... Because, like, I mean, what I, I usually, legit, you say I'm toxic or whatever, but I do not think like Rettles. I have no thought process ever similar to Okay, but to you Rettles. are toxic. No, I'm not. Rizzo. <laughs> in League of Legends, in League of Legends, yes, dude. I, I've seen Rizzo. I've seen Rizzo so toxic in League, dude. There's no shot this guy isn't toxic. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever really seen him be like super toxic, but I don't play League. I haven't played that with him. You know what I mean? So, that's I don't just, know. That's just bands, mate. Rizzo's closet. Rizzo's closet toxic. Anyway, we'll move on. He's closet toxic. I don't, sure. know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so what are, what are we talking about here? So, like, do you guys think more more pros should like like stir the pot on social media? Do you like hundred percent? I love yeah, that. Do, Riddles you, is doing do you it find before. that entertaining? Right. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely entertaining, but uh, on like the opposite side of things, do you think? Well, I I personally think that it can, depending on how far they go, it can like breed this very toxic mentality among fans, and then yeah, you, like it's gonna be sort of miserable like for the teams because you're gonna have people that are like you know say a g2 fan for example and you tweet some shit trying to like stir the pot like whatever it is you might have your fans then reacting in a similar way not understand like even if you're not 100 serious even if it's like some a bit of a joke or like banter or whatever you might have some fans that that really take it to heart and will be like like hating like super hard on these other people and like being toxic to them like spamming them with with garbage and just like ruining their days you know what i mean yeah do you think it'll like contribute to that or like do you do you think it's already gonna be a thing because if you look at like traditional sports i mean you have people that are die hard fans for their team and will just 
just absolutely like decimate people on the internet if if they don't if they're not fans of their team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think you're 100 percent right. Like if if the player continuously does stuff like that, it okay. It's like it's like a Twitch chat example. Like the the streamer kind of influences their Twitch chat. So if a streamer right. is super, it's like toxic, a reflection of if your, you go of to, yourself. Exactly. If you go to Tyler One's chat, you're going to see some toxicity you're gonna see everybody laughing at his mistakes stuff like that there's really no positivity in Tyler one's chat from what <laughs> i've seen most of the time so if if you have that sort of like mentality and that's what you're tweeting that's what you're putting out that's what you're going to get back a lot of times and so that was also the reason why reddles was saying like oh he did it he was doing this toxic stuff like at the very beginning for attention at first like he legitimately said that um and then he realized later on that like all of the attention he was getting was negative every time mm-hmm. he lost or anything. So he he wanted to stop it. But I guess now that he's kind of winning stuff again, he doesn't care. Or whatever. <laughs> but um, regardless, that's the point I'm trying to make is that like, you know, whatever you put out, that's what you're going to get back from an audience. Yeah, it puts a pretty big target on your back. That's for sure. Exactly. Um, uh, but I mean, you know, I'm... I, I res- <laughs> I I respect I respect that uh he's doing it before the game. You know what I'm saying? He's not um he's not trash talking after. I hate when people will win and then they'll just trash talk after. Uh but you know, um him doing it before, big balls, respect it. Uh I think I think it'll be a fun matchup to see and I think uh him trash talking before will add a lot of hype to it. I don't I, I definitely agree with the chat being toxic because of the streamer and stuff. Um, you know, Sometimes when I'm excessively toxic on stream, my chat reflects it. You know, other days when I'm not, when I'm not as toxic, it's all good. You know, it just kind of vary, very, 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 variation, different variations what? of streaming. <laughs> you just toxicity. forget English? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the word I was looking for. Anyway. Different variants of toxicity. Anyway, um, after, after the Sunless tweet, uh, there was another tweet you wanted to look over at, which was the uh, South, which involves the South American region. Um, right. Speaking of toxicity. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of even, even more toxicity, uh, the South American region decided to get involved. And uh, cards, Card says in his tweet, you guys don't have to leave America to get clapped at Ruddles, laughing tongue sticking out with one eye closed winky face <laughs> um and that was oh that was after reddles did say don't get me started on sam so technically reddles also initiated this one yeah but uh, he didn't say this to card he said this to like a fan or something i don't even know he said don't get me started on sam yeah which technically targets the whole region so card felt the necessity to defend his region which i respect um and so after he said that reddles hit him with the uh your region is terrible tweet just replied that one just four words your <laughs> just region simple, is terrible short and sweet to the point right to the point uh card hits him with the suck my dick and uh that was it from card and reddles it ended there um and then tander decided to hop in if you guys know tander he's another oh by the way card and tander are both south american pros um and so tander decided to hop in and at Johnny Boy, you know, making fun of Rettles for wanting to get a show match with EU. Right. Wait, and, wait, um, explain that a little bit further, what the at Johnny Boy means. The Johnny, oh, so, wait, we told them about the Johnny Boy thing earlier, right? Yeah, so, so Johnny Boy, the, the reason he added Johnny Boy was because Rettles early wanted Johnny Boy to host a best of seven between them and BDS, right? 
So Tanner decided to at Johnny Boy saying host one between you know SSG and their region. You know they'll right. destroy them. That's he's what they're, tra- he's that's what they're trying to get. That at. he wants the best of seven. Yeah, he wants the fade. So he wants the best of seven versus SSG. He wants the fade. And um, Rattles hit him with the one word goat reply. Cringe. Just straight <laughs> decimating him on all fronts. Um, and you know, just not not no care given to the man at all for wanting a three v three with his team and his because he doesn't even acknowledge him. He just says cringe and lets it be. You know that is some top tier BM. Okay, and I just want to know I, what I, you think about that. I think the one word cringe is like the most disrespectful reply you could ever get. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When somebody calls you cringe, especially in that matter or in that fashion, it's like, damn, like I lost. Like you don't know what to do. Like you can't do anything. I mean, it it was, it was kind of a perfect cringe. Cause it's like, he's like, he's like, he's at the same time. Not only is he calling him cringe, he's saying your reply is so unworthy for me to respond to in a longer sentence that I'm going to send a one-word reply saying that you're not worth my time. That's why it's so disrespectful. Okay? Fantastic <laughs> exactly. reply. Um, and I like to see some Sam beef. You know, I think Sam's region is very, uh, very toxic when it comes to ta- targeting NA and EU if they talk trash about their region. So... It's just kind of at least uh, everything we're talking about is just toxicity, bro. This is kind of like this is just negativity all around. So, um, yeah. So Sam Sam could uh, could come after Reddles with that tweet. I know their fans are known to be a little bit uh, hostile, and we'll see what happens with that. I don't think we will be seeing a show match between them, considering Reddles' reply. Chad, did you have anything to add to that? I mean, I just like I this definitely like is pretty juicy in the sense of like. I want to see these guys play each other. I want to see like who could step up to the plate after after all this like this trash talk. But I gotta admit, dude, it's a little weak. Like your region is terrible. Like SMD. Like I like the cringe. That's kind of like the dagger to just end the, it. But the cringe was the disrespect. Yeah. But ah, dude, the, like if they're gonna trash talk, you gotta be more creative, dude. You gotta make it better. You know, you gotta get people like. You know, it's got to be better than that. It's a little yeah, weak. Like, I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh, he it's said that, weak. but your region is terrible weak. doesn't make you say that. Have yeah, you like seen some of the COD trash talk, Chad? Oh, uh, like what? Like COD teams have like genuine like hatred toward each other. Like they're, they oh, they're actually like, like each other on a personal no, level. No, they go like, they'll really get crazy. Yeah. Like they'll, they will target your family. They'll target everything. They'll go after you in COD. Like that is probably the most brutal, like toxic community for pros is is the cod scene like they will go after each other for um for some bm so oh yeah i want to see a little more cre- creativity coming out of the trash talk you know just yeah, a little Ro- bit more rockling step it up yeah but i mean if anything this is definitely like like i honestly don't think i i heard of a majority of these guys involved in this and like now i want to see you know i want to see what happens i want to see him get to it so i think this is good for for do, the scene do you recognize in the name Reddles or not? yeah yeah Okay. That that's pretty much the only one. Like I'm not familiar with Card or uh, Tander, but I have seen oh, yeah. those around. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's why when all the trash talk started, everybody was like, "Ah, oh, I just wish there was a land." Like, like Reddles is like talking trash to all these people, but now just because he said anything, there's so many people 
that are probably rooting for NA, but they just want to see Reddles lose now. It yeah, doesn't uh-huh. even matter. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like I was like, oh, I kind of want to see it. Like someone's like, got to be the villain. There. You know what I mean? Someone's got to be the bad guy. Yeah. Like exactly. someone's got to take that role and and ride it. So I mean, if he's trying to do that, it's working for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's carrying a pretty big mantle with uh, trying to carry all the trash talk for NA. So, I mean, you know, man's going to be walking around with a target on his back at LAN. Every, everyone's going to be rooting against mm-hmm. the SSG, that's for sure. The funny thing is, is with you said trash talking with NA. The only two I can think of that actually do it, like, publicly is Rettles and Turbo. But when Turbo does it, people like him when he does it. But yeah. when Rettles well, does Turbo, it, Turbo backs everybody it hates like he has that, championships to prove it. That's true, but I don't know. I think it's just the the way Turbo does it or something. Turbo Turbo's is more clever. That's what I want to see out of this. Not yeah. just like like your region is terrible. Sucks. Like you're literally yeah. just saying they're bad. Okay. Like SMD. Like okay, bro. Like sick. Like how that creativity. Like Turbo actually like puts some thought into it and like gets gets a nice little roast in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Turbo's that. pretty good with trash talking. Turbo trash talk's always fun. Um. <laughs> But yeah, uh, aside from all the, uh, there there was something that we don't actually have on here, Rizzo, that I wanted to actually mention was, uh, I saw a chat mention too, was the Archie versus Scrub Killer. Uh, Scrub Killer. Oh, yeah. Scrub Killer. Scrub Killer. I don't know. I forgot the tweet because I, sh- I should have grabbed it, but um, they were also kind of tweeting back and forth this morning. Uh, just kind of going on each other. Yeah, if, let me know if you can pull it up. Um. Yeah, I mean, they went They went for a while, so it's <laughs> Yeah, there's I there's know. a few things here. Did they so, delete any of it, or no? It's all there. Uh, oh no, it's all silly. I got it. It was uh, Scrub ended up saying any mechanics. This is two rattles. So the first initial rattles tweet that we're talking about. This is what Scrub is saying. Two rattles. Yeah. Uh, he says any mechanics are better. You're right, but NA is so easy because people people go for so many clips. Like I can farm any player in NA in twos. And then somebody replies who I don't even know who this is. His name is Bat RL. Okay. And he said, can't, can't farm anyone in Turney's Lamau. And shows a screenshot of his Liquipedia page. Because Scrub's oh, Liquipedia yeah. page just says, like, 5th through 8th, ninth through 12th. Like, that's all his placements. Except for one Johnny Boy show match from May. Where he has first place in an Archie versus Scrub kill a 1v1. And then uh, Archie just says, Lamau. Archie's just laughing at his Scrub's placements. <laughs> And then Scrub screenshots the one first place that he has, and that was the Archie versus Scrub killer. And then Archie says, "Do you want me to post all the times I've swept you?" <laughs> and Archie Look, posts like, all the good times. BM, dude. That's what Chad's yeah, talking about. Yeah, I can show Chad. I'll send this link. And then Archie sends this, and there's just four screenshots of Archie sweeping Guild and Singularity because of this team's. Scrub is, or he was on Guild, and then he swapped the Singularity, <laughs> and there's just all the sweeps that Archie has, <laughs> and then Rettle says "lol," and Archie says "Scrub is so free," <laughs> and then they kept. There's so much I don't even want to go through it, but there is so much they just kept going back and forth the whole night, and this is what I was refreshing my Twitter page to because Archie and Scrub were going at it, and I was like, "How did it go from NA versus EU? Everybody yelling at Rettles." To the Archie EU versus Scrub. EU. <laughs> yeah, and then it's EU. Archie versus Scrub. And then Breezy got involved, who's Scrub's teammate. And then Breezy versus Archie. And I was like, dude, what is happening? Like, I don't even know. This is hilarious. Yeah, uh, I, I remember the one screenshot that I remember was was uh, them versus or them with Kadop and Fairy. 
and like scrubs on the bottom of the scoreboard, uh, was stats wise, and like Archie just calling him up. Archie kind of, kind of low key won that because he was kind of fragging with the comebacks. Like he was doing what Chad was talking about with like getting, getting in his head mentally. Yeah. Oh, you also. I mean, listen. From me, you got to hear me out on this. You also got to respect Scrub on not mentioning his world championship win. True. Because he could easily pull that out and be like, okay, Archie, where's your worlds? And then I would be like, aw, conversation that's the, over. That's the turbo move, dude. I hate when turbo yeah. does that. Turbo always does that. And it's like, what do you say? The dude has four championships. It's so stupid. It's not even yeah, fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But you got to respect Scrub for not using that because that's like the dagger, obviously. You'd be like, where's your championship? You'd be like, oh, God, I don't know where my championship I don't have no championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, even so in like, gotta, even, in Scrub's re- even in Scrub's reply, like replies towards the end of that thread, it, it doesn't feel like they're trying to be mean necessarily. It feels like they're trying to get each other like riled up, but like it seems like it's all in good fun almost. You know what I mean? That's what I thought too when I was yeah. doing it. Like they're taking it very well and just like kind of bouncing off each other for for you know for for the impressions for, for, for the, the tweets yeah. for the tweets you know for the followers you know what it is. yeah um you know what's funny is we were mentioning all this toxicity and then not or forty minutes ago Ronicky tweets why do we all have to trash talk each other why can't we say the good things about each other <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like more more <laughs> and I'm sitting here like I'm like screenshot the sweeps. <laughs> screenshot a baby I don't know toxicity oh. is just so fun it just like adds to like it adds to the meta you know what I'm saying no it definitely does to so, like competition it hypes it up for sure like but like if you if you put out trash dog you're gonna get it back easily so yeah, easily so quick too especially if it's like like bad trash talk like and bad, oh, yeah. bad not bad as in like you know like 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 uh like low quality just bad as in like like you didn't, you didn't put any effort into it. How do how do I word it? I mean, you guys kind of know what I'm talking about. Whatever. No, like it's literally what we were talking about earlier. Like the SMID and then the, um, your region is bad. Like that's not, that's not yeah. great trash talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, you won't even get hate for that. People will just meme you. Yeah, it's just it's just low effort. Yeah, definitely. Um. All right, I think we've kind of covered all of the E versus NA, all the recent drama and Rockley. Do you have yeah. anything else to add on or no? Yeah, I think I had something, but I, I really can't remember it for now. All right. Wait, then. you want? Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to. Yeah, yeah, so, What's, so there's, What's uh, that about? Yeah, there's one more thing that uh, you know, I just want to mention here. So for everyone in chat, if you guys have been paying attention to Johnny Boy's stream, you will know that Smug has been going on. That's whole Salt Mine Tournament. Uh, there's been some cool show matches. You guys have seen Sunless versus, uh, you know, Musty, a bunch of other ones. You guys have seen uh, Fairy and Jorias, I think. I forgot who, but uh, there's been some pretty good matchups. I don't think you got any of those right, by the way. No, nah, Sunless and Musty did a matchup. <laughs> no, they didn't. It was Sunless and Athena. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Listen, don't worry about it. Anyway, anyway, aside from that, uh, that matchup <laughs> that should happen, Sunless versus Musty, um, Rizzo and I are going to be doing a little uh, smug matchup. So if you guys want to see that uh, that little matchup, make sure to follow along with smug. Uh, Johnny Boy will be hosting it soon, and uh, I will be slapping Rizzo live for a free thousand dollars. <laughs> I, I, I guess we'll see on smug, dude. I guess we'll see on smug, dude. Huh? 
You what do you what do you have? Four hours past two weeks? Fuck, dude. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Stop calling right, so on you- my hours. That trash talk's kind of weak, bro. Like, come for his family or something. Make it hurt. Come on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is this is weak. This is weak. But yeah, just wanted to get that out there. And uh, now that's out there, we can move on to our next topic of the night, which is esports contracts. Okay, this is something that has been around uh, forever. You know, people have made sure to tweet about it, it's telling everyone to watch out for what you sign. Always read what you sign. Uh, it is true in every way, shape, and form. Make sure to always read what you sign, no matter whether it's uh, you know some affiliate contract, some uh, some esports team contract, or something like that. Uh, just make sure to always read through it. And the reason we are bringing this up is if anyone follows along with the Call of Duty scene, you may have seen tr- uh, Scump's tweets recently about uh, his his contract basically i'll get it right here it says i haven't spoken of this publicly really but i was fined for playing raid shadow legends during a sponsored stream it was during the off season as well which makes it worse my channels are my channels and i should be able to do what i please but apparently i can't the call of duty league also made us sign a player contract in front of them without allowing us to run it by our lawyers at the player summit it was a sign it now or you can't play at Minnesota type exchange. I'm probably going to get fined for this too. Just letting y'all know. And, um, you know, that's pretty insane. Uh, especially him coming out with that. That's probably even going on. How long How long was the, I don't know when the last Minnesota land was for them. But um, it was, I remember it was probably like four months ago. So uh, that is something that has been under wraps for a while. It's pretty insane that they forced them to do that. Uh, especially considering all we know about contracts and all I've heard about contracts from uh, me and Rizzo. I, I don't know if Sat, uh, Chad is signed to it, but me and Rizzo are signed to um, Evolved Agency. And, uh, you know, they always tell us never sign a contract without letting them read it first, you know, giving it to them, making sure they go through it. And, uh, you know, having a Call of Duty League, someone, someone, something run, is that run through Treyarch? I believe it is. I think it's just run through Treyarch and it's literally that unprofessional. It's just crazy to me. Uh, I wish I knew or, or what it was actually ran from. Oh, no, it's uh, produced by its publisher, Activision. Okay, so yeah, it's Activision. That's yeah, it's, it's, it's Activision says. Blizzard. It's Activision okay. Blizzard. Got it. Yeah. Who, who isn't necessarily known for being the best company. Like, uh, their higher-ups are pretty shady. I think, like, one of their higher-ups is, like, like super shady, donates to, like, weird causes. Like, just overall, like, not not a very well-represented company. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard much. Do you know anything specific about them or no? Like, anything Not else, too much maybe? detail. Um, yeah. But I, I also don't think this whole contract thing is, is even necessarily legal. Like, if these players want to get out of these contracts, I'm pretty sure they could. Because, like, they just made them sign it. They said, no, like, sign it now or you can't play. Like, that, is that why you're saying that? Yeah, you can't, like, force somebody to sign a contract. Like, yeah. and say, you know. But, I mean... It, I'm not. I'm not a lawyer. You know, I didn't study law. I didn't go to <laughs> right. school. I didn't go to school yeah. for this stuff. But I'm pretty sure they could be getting out of these contracts. And honestly, the fact that that Scump uh, wanted to make it so public and and let people know, I think, is really really important. I think there needs to be more transparency in like the contracts, especially in esports, especially in this industry, uh, because of all the shadiness that happens. Like a lot of these guys are young when they get into this stuff. Like a lot of esports players are young and they, they don't know any better. They're sort of put into a situation where they're forced to sign agreements and sign contracts and do things that 
they they're not well educated enough to like make that decision themselves you know especially in a moment like this like hey sign this now or you're not playing in the tournament you know what i mean yeah Yeah. it's awful it's horrible and i I think it's like working that way um i mentioned to you guys before before the podcast started uh in counter-strike c9's roster they they announced their new roster and they they announced all the salaries everybody knows what they're getting paid everyone knows what they're getting you know I think uh, that sort of transparency is it's something you see in, in traditional sports. Um, you, like you can find out what people make. You There's more information on contracts available. And I think that's the direction esports is heading. And I think it should be Good because, direction, yeah. you, I mean, these leagues, these orgs, these companies that want to work with influencers or players, they're a lot of the time taking advantage of, of the fact that these people are young and they don't know any better. Yeah. Yeah. I literally just, just like you said, I, I just searched up the C9 player contract and I get like this guy's exact contract length and the deal value and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's real. I mean, it's out there. All you got to do is just look for it. Yeah. Oh, just drop some. I mean, in the NBA, a lot of player contracts are always made public immediately. You know, like whether there's a. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether there's a transfer clause, you know, if they have an option, you know, the length, you know, the exact amount, how much they're getting paid per year, everything. So, um, you know, having esports contracts go a little bit more public, especially big name contracts and the bigger orgs uh, and bigger games like League of Legends, CSGO, etc., stuff like that, is we'll probably be seeing a lot more in the future. I think most league salaries will eventually go public too. I don't think they are right now, but I think they will. Uh, I think I think some are. Um, but one thing I asked specifically from G two when we resigned was that they announced that like we signed a long term contract. I, I don't, it's not, nobody in Rocket League has ever said their salary or anything like that, but I wanted it to be, like, a known thing that we signed a long-term thing, and I just thought it was, like, a cool thing for people to know, personally. But I never thought of the side of, like, for other players knowing what other players are doing, I guess. What other players are doing or getting, how much that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the imagine the reason I imagine sports do it a lot is because it helps agents kind of gauge how much their uh, their clients are worth, like their value for it, each team. It probably wastes less time. Yeah, so they can kind of they can kind of scale the average. They can kind of you know guess depending on your position and what you do and everything, uh, how much your value is worth. So um, having agents, um, you know, having everyone know salaries probably makes the whole process for all for everyone a lot easier. Um. And, yeah, I mean uh, that transparency is better for for the players, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, big time. Um, and Rizzo, I know you wanted you know a little something about Chicago's old um, old Oregon stuff. Uh, if you want to talk about that really quick. Oh yeah, okay. So this is kind of getting into like uh, more so Rocket League specific player contracts and just player contracts in general. Is if you're going to sign. And this is like for uh, more so up and coming players or any any player. It doesn't even have to be Rocket League related. Like if you're approached by an org, um, just be careful if they promise you a high salary and their Twitter followers is like 34 or something like that. <laughs> just just make sure you do your research. See who's backing them. Big see time. what's happening. Big time. Because there's so many situations where this happens where there's uh, there's an org that says, hey, We'll pay you this amount, and you're just like, oh my god, that looks great. What? Yeah, let's do it. And then you sign the contract, and then surprise, you never get paid. And you're just like, 
wow, I should have seen that one coming. And then you waste four months of being signed to this org. Where, yeah, we'll get you your payment. We'll get you your payment. It's just the, the payments are delayed. The sponsor money hasn't come in. They got so many excuses. They have a full handbook of them. <laughs> it's just like, seriously. Yeah. They really, did they say the yeah. denial? Denial was an org in the past who did oh. this. I don't think it happened in Rocket League specifically, but denial was an issue for COD, I'm pretty sure. Um where they would say, yeah, like, you know, the org money, or the org, the sponsor money's coming in, you'll get paid soon. Then they wait another month, and yeah, yeah, it's coming, just wait, we'll pay you double, you know, because we waited two months, and then you wait, and you wait, and then you're signed to this team, you're representing them, but you still never get the money, and you just waste your own time instead. So if you get a deal that's too good to be true, it might be too good to be true. Read your contracts, man. Talk to a lawyer friend, your mom or dad, whoever. Just please read your contracts. I sometimes sometimes even reading them aren't enough because, like, like, like I said, if um, yeah, if but they, I they mean, prom- if, you, if they if promise you sign money an and agreement, they don't pay, if you sign an agreement and like you go through all that, and it's a decent salary, I mean, you can. You can potentially then follow up with legal action if if this isn't like You're if they're right. not paying if they're not holding up their end of yeah, the agreement. I mean, yeah, if just as if you violate that contract, they have the right to to pursue you legally or drop you, void the mm-hmm. contract, whatever yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what happens when the org legit has no money? You can't. I don't think you can get <laughs> your money at that point. <laughs> I mean, someone's got to be at fault, bro. So. Got to be able to come for somebody. Unless the whole org just goes under, they file like bankruptcy or something. Like, well, that's what happens. I'm pretty sure. With yeah, denial? No, denial like rebranded. I don't know. I think works, Orbit did that. You remember Orbit? I'm pretty sure they filed I do. bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, Orbit did something like that. But yeah, that happens. Like they'll they'll say, oh yeah, I could take this to court. But like if the org legitimately has no money, yeah. they can't pay anybody. They can't even they can't even pay the court fees. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is kind of a funny story. Um. This is like early Rocket League, so no one was really getting paid that much. But Garrett, the team at the time in season two was Garrett, Moses, and Turtle. And they were signed to Orbit. And literally after the after they lost that season two land, they were getting fifteen hundred salary. After they lost at season two land, that the two CEOs or like COOs of or Orbit came up to them. And I'm sitting there, I'm like their sub, I'm sitting there just listening, and their first thing they say to them is like, hey, uh, we're going to have to reduce your salary. <laughs> That's the first the thing first after thing. they lost? After they lost, nothing else was said except, was, hey, I think we're going to have to reduce your salary. And I just remember looking, imagine looking at Moses' face when they say that. Like, I was, I was like about to like, I was trying so hard not to laugh because it was just such an awkward scenario, but... That was, the yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing. Yeah, that was the first thing that happened. And 1500 was a lot back then. Season two. Oh, yeah, that was that's a lot. Bad. Um, and yeah, that was that was a contract where they signed and they got paid. So they kind of scammed the org. Um, but I mean, you know, you got back in the old days, you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, me, I was signed with A Money and uh, and Matt to Selfless for six hundred dollars a month in season one and that was like goat shit like we yeah we that were, was that was the highest salary wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. we were the highest salary in like the world <laughs> and then, 600 and then, and then ibp ibp came through yeah we got beat a little bit they but. got like 1500 to 1200 or something so um you know everyone the salary started to slowly go up uh and and rockley i remember like i think nrg uh season three or four like bumped the salaries up a lot because they when they when they first signed like everyone started getting paid a lot more um yeah so 
Uh, Rockley, Rockley. When that when that happened, that's other. when we renegotiated. Renegotiated. Yeah. I couldn't even talk. Energy got a bump, and we're like, whoa. whoa. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what up? Hey, we're like, hey, what up? What up? Oh, what up? Like, yo, we got the brand. We got the numbers. <laughs> come on, come on. Um, but yeah, so yeah, done. And end of the day, the whole the whole thing I'm going to get back to is don't sign a contract without reading it. And if you do read it, and yeah, you lucked out, you know, congratulations on the uh, fifteen hundred dollars a month for getting last place, uh, season two worlds. <laughs> um, but you Oddly know, specific. Uh, aside from that, you know, um, uh, we want to talk about I think smaller streamers too, right? Small, not just esports contracts, just like uh, streamer contracts. Yeah, well, okay, well, I wanted to bring this up too. Um, I just put it, I highlighted it because I think it's like a, just a topic in general um of a player oh, contract about, spe- yeah. a player contract specifically and i just said don't take a player contract without getting paid i think for rocket league that makes complete sense but chad brought up other situations where that might not make as much sense with like uh sponsors and potentially like um depending on how how big the org is or who the org is so i i was saying don't take a player contract without getting paid but chad had something else well, it's really, really hard for me to argue like that you should take a contract that that doesn't give you uh, some sort of salary. That's a really hard thing for me to argue. Mm-hmm. Potentially, if you're you know someone that's not huge in an esport, that's not massive, signing and representing an org and not getting paid a salary just to take on sponsors just for the opportunity to grow. It can be helpful for some people. I don't want to say you shouldn't do it necessarily, but it's really hard for me to argue that. It, if if they're not going to pay you, why are you going to represent their organization? Why are you going to take your abilities? Say like this would only be like if you are really good at whatever you're doing, right? If you're in the top percentage of of players or that compete, it's hard for me to say that. But I mean, like you got you gotta like you gotta get something right like you have to get yeah. paid so why yeah. would you want to represent them just because you're they're gonna send you a mouse and keyboard and some free gear whatever what it is if, what you if know they what send I mean? you a dope gaming chair though? oh like, what my you, god like, that's like, gotta... that's no, tough, I, I i think i i don't think you should take a contract a player contract specifically without getting paid i don't think it's worth it like remember in season two when you were talking to orgs or season one whatever yeah yeah and you, you said every single org that approached you oh how much you paying as soon as they said no or nothing you just left you were just like nope nothing that's not <laughs> worth it why why are you going to represent this organization that realistically you probably don't even know very well you might not follow them extensively you don't know what their values are you don't know how they carry themselves why are you going to represent them if they're not even going like willing to pay you even if it's like peanuts even yeah. if it's just a, like a little bit like how are they not even going to offer because at the end of the day guess what you are still representing this organization if you stream if you make content they are selling your viewed hours they have a contract with twitch like they are getting paid for what you are doing and you're not seeing any of that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's the play, but I can't speak to everyone's situation. I, I don't know like what position everyone's in. It could be really good. It could be really, really great to sign to, to, to C9 or, or TSM for somebody just for the potential of, of growth and just for the opportunity to like get somewhere. Because I, I do think that these organizations can provide benefits that aren't just straight monetary. But it's not something you see consistently. You know, like these orgs sign a ton of players, a ton of streamers that don't blow up, that don't go anywhere. While you do have the ones that do end up like gaining traction and, and growing, whether it's in their pro career or their stream or whatever it is, you you do have those cases. But 
I mean, more often than than not, I feel like like the orgs aren't doing much for you. Yeah, especially another thing to keep in mind is if you're locking yourself into like a one or year, I mean, even like a one year, like six month, I could consider and be like, okay, like that's not horrible. But even like a one year contract, it doesn't seem like that long of an amount of time. No, but, but it is a lot. If you're long time, if you're locking yourself in and like after three months you hate it, you're just like, oh my god, I have like nine months left of this, and then like it just straight up demotivates you. Yeah, and that's something that's smaller. I don't even know if I put this in the next topic. I did, but. I had like a a YouTube contract with like an MCN and an MCN is like mm. a multi-channel network. It's basically how they just group a bunch of channels together. It's how they sell ad space. It's basically mm. a way to get partnered, the old way to get partnered on YouTube to make money. So I had this MCN I was with um, who I was representing or they were representing me, whatever. I was with them and I signed like a three or four year contract and I was like a 16 year old Minecraft YouTuber, 15 year old whatever. <laughs> and they were taking 40% of my revenue. Oh. So, it, so it was 60, 40. And that, that, that's a scam. Like, I don't even know why I signed it. I think because I wasn't able to get paid beforehand. Um, so I signed it just to make money. But there came a point where I signed this three year contract and... Uh, I could make money a different way with a different MCN or something like that, but I was locked in for three years. And the only way I ended up getting out is because YouTube changed their terms of service and I didn't accept the terms of service until the MCN dropped me because the MCN uh, couldn't unless I accepted it. And so I waited. You got a giga brain, bro. And then Damn. I dropped them and then I accepted it and then I was back, baby. But wow, still, I was locked into okay. this really shit situation just because I signed this stupid contract Mm-hmm. And like I was sitting there, and like you don't think it's a long about uh, three years. I'll be eighteen then. Oh, it doesn't matter. But like, you know, you know they're doing that with TikTok year. now. What contracts? Yeah. So, uh, like you know, Josh. I have a, I have a real life friend for everyone that doesn't know. His name is Josh. Um, and he made he has a, he made a TikTok, and it blew up. It got like you know like a million views or something. And it's literally just like his dog like wearing like a diaper or something, and like he's like talking with it, and like he got contacted DMs. From so many different like channel networks asking to use his footage and to like um you know like they'll give him a percentage of the ads uh as long as as long as they let him use his footage and like they, they they'll control all the money on it and like they'll let him get a percentage blah blah and it's like it's they it will there's people looking around on tiktok at all times trying to find videos that are going to blow up and just messaging them trying to get them to sign and get money from them like immediately. that sounds like a scam because it's so new it just sounds like it's all yeah it sounds like a horrible idea. and no but the thing is it's usually good for them to for the person like maybe it's good for the person the tiktoker to actually take the deal if they're not going to go like full-time with tiktok right but if you let's say you blow up on tiktok and you're taking that deal then you're screwed yeah. because then you, you just none of your money is going to be made anymore but if you're just like you know messing around doing a one-time upload every once in a while then it's fine but i think they're like just constantly searching for up and coming TikTokers and like trying to like get people to sign something that way in, case, in the chance they blow up. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Anywhere there's views or eyes, people are going to try to make money on it. Businesses are going to try to make money on it. Yeah, I think in general, I think in general, if you can get, I mean, in this industry, I think a, a contract that exceeds a year is is like absurd, unless they're really paying you like a 400k salary like some of these cs players or league players taking a contract that's longer than a year is like a hard sell and if an org is pressuring you or a company's pressuring you into something like that i feel like that should be a red flag alone 
especially in our industry, you see very commonly six month contracts. Uh, that's a big thing because these companies in these orgs like don't necessarily know how it's going to go with you either. Right. There's yeah. a little bit of like distrust, like you haven't built a relationship yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uncertainty. Yeah. I think, and I think anything it, over a year, even a year is like pressing it. If you can get them to do like six months, six if you're going to be solid. signing a contract, that is, yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. I think that's, and like if the org or whatever it is, is weird about that, that, that should be kind of a warning sign yeah. too. You know what I mean? I remember, yeah, I actually I think, thought it was pretty cool that, <laughs> my bad. I thought it was pretty cool that, uh, like one thing I have with me with Rogue is I actually re-signed with them for only three months. Like they let me do a three month contract um really for the season yeah which i thought was a pretty cool uh thing they let me do because usually contracts they, they force you to lock in long term that way they can get value out of you later when they want to sell you to some to some like some other org or something well it's also because they use so if they okay so like you were saying a six-month contract like six-month contract sounds like a dream right yeah but um if you're if you're starting out but for me personally, I mean, your boy, your boy signed a two and a half year contract. You know what I'm saying? So be like, careful what you say there, Chad. Be <laughs> <laughs> careful, careful what you say in there. But, I mean, um, to be fair, like you were already pretty established. You're working with a, a well-known established organization. And it's not like you, like you're just some new guy out of nowhere. Like, oh yeah, contract not even going to read, signed two, two and a half years, like whatever it is. You know what I mean? No, a hundred percent. I get that. Um, and there, there is a sense of security for for you as well as a player, as as a creator, you know, whatever it is. There, there is a sense of security, and yeah. as long as you like thoroughly vet who you're going to be working with, like who you're going to be working for, however you want to phrase it, and the entire agreement that you are signing, I, I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. You can ensure yourself a, a decent amount of security, and I think a huge thing is is um. You'll see sometimes, or you can try to negotiate for a like a thirty day clause, where if any of the parties would like to to part ways, you give a thirty day notice, and yeah. then it's allowed. I, I've signed contracts like that, and I think that's huge. I was managed for a couple of years, um, uh, by by just a management company. They had a few other creators, a handful of us, and it was really helpful in a lot of ways. And that was the biggest thing for me because it was a two year agreement. It, it was a pretty long contract. I wasn't sure how things were going to go, but I read through it. I talked to people. I checked it all out. And I thought it was beneficial in the long run. I thought it was beneficial to me. But I made sure to like to really vet it and really understand yeah. what I was signing and what I was agreeing to and trying to get my value from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one way the orgs will like, the reason why a lot of the more established orgs will take or want you to sign longer term contracts as well is because they'll take like, uh, say like two years, for example. They'll sign a player for two years and they'll say something like uh, to a sponsor. They'll be like, hey, we have this guy for two years. Would you like to sign a one-year deal? So they mm. can't say like, oh, we have him. Well, I mean, they could say like, oh, we have him for two years. But that's like, that's never guaranteed or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they could approach uh, sponsors that way. And that's how they make their money and get their value out mm. of that. Or out of you, you I guess. You know, it's funny. I remember, I remember like, <clears throat> you saying that is that reminds me. I remember when, when I was leaving Rogue to join NRG. Um, like I didn't get signed right away after I left Rogue Chat. I like basically just sat under Rogue, kept representing them for like six months, no no contract, and like finally when Energy offered me, they started offering me as well. And it, and the reason they offered me too mainly was because apparently they were like doing some behind the behind the scenes deal with some um some phone company. I don't know which one. Uh, 
And I literally found out I was with Chad. I was with Chad at TwitchCon San Diego. At TwitchCon, right? And yeah. and the <laughs> owner of Rogue. Well, and this was this was after I had already oh. talked with NRG. The owner of Rogue was just sitting at the table right next to us, and he's like, "Sis, is that you?" And he comes over and starts telling me all the new deal stuff, and I'm not looking at it. I'm like, "Bro, I just talked with your competitor, NRG, bro. I'm piecing it in like a day. Like you don't know yet, but like I appreciate you telling me all this." He's like, "Yeah, you're part of the deal we got for the new the new company that we're signing with." I'm like, "Oh, oh my no. god." Yeah, it got really awkward, but and then I just walked away eventually, and I hung out with like Chad and the boys and pretend like that never happened. But you know, it was oh, funny. See, I mean, that's that's why they put you in a longer contract, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> wait, that's literally okay. That's a perfect example to what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. They wanted they Beautiful. wanted to sign me on longer go. that way. Uh, I was literally like including the deal, like, oh, this person will represent you in, in these events. And like it was like listed out events I would do for Rogue and stuff. I'm just like, I'm leaving the I'm leaving Rogue. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is kinda awkward. Yeah, it's kinda funny. <laughs> that is so that's so weird. I would hate to be in that situation. It was it was really funny though. I remember, I remember that night so vividly, yeah. dude. That was yeah. so funny. That was, it was in like night. what was that, the hard rock? Like the bar at the hard rock? Or yeah, whatever? yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the bars. It was me Rich you and Avery like Phil. Phil. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> oh. Well, I think we've kind of covered most of the contract stuff. You want to go over anything for the smaller streamer contracts, Riz? Or are you kind of um, done with that? Okay, yeah, this, I'll just throw this up as a topic, I guess. What yeah. about, or these could probably all go up as topics. What about, like, what do you guys think of affiliate links? You're not getting paid. A stream or a sponsor approaches you and they're like, yo, put this under your stream. If somebody clicks it and buys something, you get 5%. What do you think of that? No, no, shoddy says sis. Uh, Player contracts a little different, but like, bro, if you're a streamer and you get approached by an org, you're not you're not a professional. You're not like you know you're an entertainer. You're you're a content creator. You're a streamer. Do not do not do not represent a brand that makes like a product. Do not sign with an org unless they are paying you because these like they are making money from you. It's like a pyramid scheme. Not not with esports orgs, right? Yeah. With esports orgs, typically they have a contract with streaming platforms um, where they, they're selling your watch time, your watched hours. They're selling this as, as like part of their organization and getting paid from the streaming platform. And they're selling ads and they're making revenue this way. If you're not getting paid, do not sign that. And when it comes, dude, when it comes... To companies that are selling a product, whatever company it is, this energy drink, this sun, like beef blue jerky. light glasses, beef jerky, beef jerky. <laughs> that's a common one. Dude, if you are not getting paid a salary to promote them, do not push an affiliate link, bro. You're literally entering a pyramid scheme. It really is. You're you going door to door, essentially, <laughs> pushing a product on people yeah. and getting some tiny little percentage of it, dude. You don't work for this company. They're not paying you. Please yeah. do not do that. Please I, value yourself. I would probably agree with everything Chad said. Yeah. I would probably it's a pyramid scheme, dude. Modern day pyramid it is, scheme. It is. That it really is. I, 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 the only, the only thing I could even see is if like the company asking is like relevant, and somehow you having it under your stream brings in more viewers to you somehow. Somehow it, it increases your exposure. Then I would maybe consider it. If it doesn't increase exposure at all, then no point in doing it. And you don't, don't sign anything unless you're getting paid. 
Dude, who's a fan? Who's a fan of like this, like beef jerky? Yeah, that they're yeah. like, oh, dude, this create <laughs> this creator is sponsored by my favorite jerky. I'm definitely gonna watch them and yeah, support no. them now. Like, I'm, dude, yeah. I'm three seven, baby. That doesn't exist. No. Man. Come it on, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that creators, please value yourselves. Bad. Get paid. Uh, yeah, don't sell is... yourself. I forgot the. I forgot the. Uh, the phrase, but um, don't sell yourself short. No, 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 not that. That, that well, that's basically summarizing it. But it was something to do with like gold and silver. I forgot the phrase, but yeah, basically, don't sell yourself short. Yeah, make sure you get paid in gold and silver only. <laughs> that yep. that's the saying. That's where the real money is. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. What do you think of being a part of stream teams with no contracts? So, say you're a streamer. 510 viewers stream team approaches you thousand followers on twitter they're like yo would you want to represent these nah, maybe I shouldn't, these nuts whatever i'll say it. these nuts <laughs> <laughs> we were told to keep it clean but whatever would you like to would you like to represent from org from under <laughs> from and, you can from and, you, and you can sign or you don't sign you don't sign anything right you don't sign so would mm. you like to represent from under esports all you gotta do is be in our stream team we'll tweet you out a little bit you know maybe you share our creators and stuff like that what do you think about that no sign i would do it if i'm a small creator no sign i would do it if yeah you, I mean, if you want to learn to grow if you want to figure out how to grow some new ways try at least try something new they could definitely present good opportunities uh <laughs> from under <laughs> it could definitely present like you some opportunities i would say if you're gonna go that route recognize who this like stream team has as far as creators as far as people within that community and make sure your values align with them make sure like if you're going to be representing this little group make sure the other people that are also representing this group and then indirectly you kind of align with with your beliefs or you know at least carry themselves to a certain degree that's not going to be like you know and as long as you're not signing anything you know it's just like joining a little community like finding your own little yeah. community of, of like-minded or or people doing the same thing as you that are just trying to you know get their grind on you know it's like joining a cs 1.6 group yeah like join a clan you know like yeah, a little, like a little, little clan, group of homies a like team. a certain pub on every day you yeah. know whatever you know yeah no contract so might as well. sounds oddly specific but from right. under clan <laughs> from under clan yeah, from, yeah, under from under clan, clan. <laughs> from under esports <laughs> But if anyone comes up to you trying to represent D's nuts, I'm going to say they're probably messing with you. 100%. 100%. You might be onto something there. Uh, no, I'm never going to trust anything called Dragon Esports. You know, you never you never know. Or you might be signed for a year, then all of a sudden they hit you with the JK, we're Dragon D's nuts. And then like you just <laughs> wasted a year under a fake org. You know, it's horrible. You never want that to happen. You never want to be known as that guy that got hit with the dragon bait. DN Esports. DN Esports. Oh my Suck on God. these United. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, God. All right, well... Uh, honestly, that was that was the final topic that I had. I, I, think, I, had I think that's a good final, way to end it, bro. The final note I had for small streamers, small creator or small creators, like I, sm- saying small players is a weird thing, but lower tier, I guess. I don't know. Is get that money, King? For get me personally, money. I, like I don't think I would. 
I don't think I've ever signed anything that didn't pay me. So yeah. Facts. There you go. Take it. Take it from. Take it from your boy. Shout out prediction. So um, <laughs> so thank you everyone for watching. The biz. <laughs> Wait, I just realized. Uh, you just see what I said? I was I was yeah. like, where's the reaction? Uh, but yeah, this to summarize to summarize the last topic. Get the bread. You know, get that bread. Make sure you're not debating yourself. Don't sign anything you don't read. Um, you know, to summarize the, and the just, first just topic. Just be careful, dude. Just be careful. Yeah, just be because careful. there yeah. is a big name behind something, and I can speak from experience as a streamer, just because a big name org is hitting you up does not mean they aren't trying to take advantage of you because Facts. more often than not, in this industry with a lot of young people and th these big orgs, do try to take advantage of people. That's that's how it is. That's how they make their money. Mm -hmm. Chad knows, guys. Trust Chad. No matter what, I don't care what org it is. You're like, oh, I love, I love this org. Like, I'm a big yep. fan of their CS team, their Rocket League team. Just, just be careful. Do your research. Read everything. You know, give it to a lawyer if yeah. you have that Facts. access. Even the big orgs. Because even the big orgs will try to take advantage of you. It's how they make money. Yeah. Be careful, everybody. Yep. Make make sure they don't own you or your content until the end of time oh. through outer space to a different dimension. <laughs> make sure they do not own all your stuff. Make yep. sure it is an agreement, not you giving away your entire brand. Facts. You should exactly. be able to do a Raid Shadow Legends stream whenever you want. You understand me? That's how it should work. Mm -hmm. So Facts. That's pretty much it. You know, signing off on the biz. We appreciate everyone coming by. We hope you guys learned something or two from this. You know, something that you take into account if you ever go into esports, you oh. ever go into signing a contract. What's that? Anything you want to add? For the viewers on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we stream these live. I guess it's 9.30 at this point. We stream these live on Monday at 9.30 EST. Yeah. So if you want to join us live, it's twitch.tv slash S-I-Z-Z. Be there. Or, or B not. square, or B square, be there, yeah. or miss or, the biz. And Sorry, hey, exactly. yo, give us five stars. You know, you listen on, oh, yeah. on on Apple. Give us five stars. Leave a comment. You like it? You don't like it? I mean, leave give a, us some feedback. You know, yeah, give yeah. us leave, leave some feedback at least, bro. Come on, at least. You know, let us know where we can improve. Help you guys out. Help, help you. Help us. Help you. Uh, you know. And uh, I think that's <laughs> yeah, it. That <laughs> and that's. And that's the biz. <laughs> the biz. And uh, I think to end it, well, you guys can look at Chad for the remainder of the stream and look at and admire his jawline. And um, yeah, hey. shout out Isaac App for being our fake uh, music sponsor. <laughs> we need to, you know, do something more official. And you know, we'll see you guys next time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the biz. That's All right. The biz, baby. Peace. The best.